Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Great to have you guys back here at PyPod Chronicles. If you've been keeping up with the podcast, then you have been in for some pretty exciting episodes. If you're new here, I'm Josh, your host, and I'm also the writer over at the Nerd Nook, but over there, you probably know me as Rusty Raccoon. Here I am already. I'm in episode 15. That's right, episode 15. And this one, I gave the title of Building a Workout App with Python. So I want to talk about how you can make a PyQt Python app that displays and stores your runs, as well as displays it visually with a chart or a plot. I'm stoked to have you guys all here. Before I jump in, if you guys are new to Python and you're looking for a guide to get you started to have everything in one place, I made a handcrafted Python guide that I give to all my new students, and it's yours absolutely free. Thank you guys for supporting this podcast and supporting my growing community. It's yours for absolutely free. Just head over to the link in the description and all new subscribers to the blog. Well, if you're not subscribed, you should be. uh, You get a free copy of my handcrafted book. Today, I'm going to talk about how you can make a fitness tracking app with PyQt, Matplotlib, and SQL. This application will allow users to input their workout details like date, calories burned, you name it, and it's going to display the entered data in the table from a database that will visually represent the data using a scatter plot. To kick things off, open your terminal up. I'm using PyQt framework, which is used to make windowed applications in Python, as well as matplotlib. So to kick things off, you need to install those if you haven't already. So pip3 install pyqt, I'm using pyqt5, and pip3 install matplotlib. If you're in a Windows, you can probably try pip, that'll work for you. You need to import a lot, so think about how you want your app to look. When it comes to pyqt5, uh, there is a module called qt widgets. So if you imagine an app, literally every button you see on an app is a type of widget. You can import those here. And one thing that PyQt is really good for is it's really good for its documentation. So you can hop on Google and it'll guide you step by step. Because I know podcasts are difficult, especially when you're making an app. Qt widgets is everything you visually see on the app. But I also want to import another module, Qt SQL. This is a PyQt SQL module that allows us to work with databases and SQL within PyQt. I am using the two classes, QSQL database, which is going to allow me to create a database, as well as QSQL query. This will allow you to make queries to that database. Those are the imports just from PyQt. Make sure you import PyPlot from matplotlib because we're going to be graphing this as well. In order to get matplotlib to work in a PyQt application, if you haven't chimed into the other episode, you maybe want to check it out. I've talked about this. You need to import something from the backend, and that is called backends.backendqt5. And we want to import something called figure canvas. 
This is going to allow us to basically create a canvas for our chart. Now, when I'm making these apps in PyQt, you should really be using objects in your object-oriented programming skills because you should be aiming to make these class-based applications. Now, if you're new to Python, I have courses on this. I actually have a full-blown course all on PyQt in making apps. But if this is a bit past that, maybe you need a refresher on the basics of object-oriented programming. I have a specific course dedicated to you for that. Head over to the blog in the description, and I have more information there. What I did is I created a class called Fitness App, and this inherits QWidget. QWidget is a class from PyQt, which we imported through Qt Widgets. This basically allows you to have a window appear on the screen. Inside in it, you can create your app title, resize it, all that stuff. When I created my user interface, remember this is what the user actually sees, I used a bunch of different widgets. I used QDateEdit, QLineEdit, QPushButton, QCheckbox, QTableWidget. Visually, that's everything the user is going to see on the screen. But as with PyQt, once you create every single object your app will have, you need to add every single object to your design, right? And to design a PyQt app, we use our box layouts. We use QV box layout, which is your column vertical, and QH box layout, which is row horizontal. Remember, after you add your objects to your rows and columns, you need to add a final layout and set that to your main window. You can use the set layout method to do so. A great question that I get asked a bunch is event handling. How do we handle events in PyQt? And more importantly, what is an event? An event is when anything happens on the computer. So in an app, for example, when you click a button, that's an event. We connect the signals emitted by the buttons to a corresponding slot. Signals are events triggered by user actions, and slots are the functions that handle those events. So by connecting signals and slots, you enable the buttons to perform the actions you want. You program those functions, and then it's going to run. Mm, let's talk a little bit about loading data into a table. Now this is where SQL comes into play. Uh, guys, I, I have an article about this app over on the blog that visually you're able to see. Um, or if you get my course, I also cover this app in the course. Now, we implemented a load data function, but you need to create a database, essentially. Before you can load data or add data or delete data, you need to create a database. And this is where SQL comes into play. Outside your app class, you can create a database using QSQL database, which you imported. And specifically, I like to use SQLite in these apps because it just works. It's made for PyQt. I imported a class called QTableWidget. QTableWidget literally looks like a spreadsheet. So by creating these add functions, when I add data, to my SQL database, it's also going to display it on the spreadsheet so I can visually see it. So that's all done through the QTable widget class. I built out an add and delete workout function. Um, this function uses QSQL query to make a query. 
Once I have a query object, so query equals QSQL query, I can then use the prepare method and I can prepare. Now, you're going to have to use some SQL syntax here. Okay, so insert into, I'm using, select from, delete, order by. You need to brush up on a little bit of SQL syntax in order to really make this app come to life. When you kind of have a rough output of your app and everything's looking relatively decent, you can actually style a PyQt app and you can bridge CSS to Python. So if you're unfamiliar with CSS, it's used in HTML to basically create a beautiful website. You can add color, you can add literally anything you want to visually make it appealing. We can bridge CSS and apply that to PyQt. PyQt has a method called setStyleSheet. Inside there, just like you would with normal CSS, you put what you want. So for example, you could put H1 curly braces, and then inside there you would put color, colon, and the color you want. The same thing applies to PyQt. Imagine, I want to change all the click buttons. I would, inside set style sheet, I would say Q push button, that's the class I want to target, curly braces. Inside your curly braces, you would put all the attributes you want the buttons to have. Background color, text color, padding, font size, all that good stuff goes there. That's amazing. It allows you to design your app even further. To start any PyQt application, just create an instance of the Q application class. This represents the application itself, and make sure you give it an empty list as an argument, just so it executes properly. You can also create an instance of the fitness class, right? I made a class-based application, so like main equals fitness app. That's what I named my class. The final two lines of any PyQt app should be main.show, app.show, and then app.execute. That's going to run your app. Great, so I've kind of walked you guys through an intro to like a pretty advanced PyQt app actually. This one is quite advanced because I have incorporated everything from previous episodes as well as mentioned a little bit of SQL. Once again, it's really hard to like learn how to program on a podcast. So I'm here to like guide you through and then also rely on the articles that I'm putting out to follow along with or rely on the courses but you can do a few different things to help you along your journey. Remember, if you're into making apps with Python, I have a full-blown course on this, okay? Head over to the Nerd Nook and check out my PyQt course. You're gonna love it. Some questions I get asked about this app specifically is, can you use different databases? Yes, you can. I'm using SQLite, right? You can use MySQL, you can use PostgreSQL. Yes, you can use that, okay? And then another question that gets asked commonly when making apps is how do you deploy an app? So like how would I run it on a Windows or a Linux because I have a Mac? Well, PyQt allows you to create cross-platform applications. So you need to package your app up and then it can be easily passed around to other operating systems. If you're interested in how to package an application, check out PyInstaller, which at a later date, I think I'm gonna make an episode specifically on PyInstaller. 
Well, that's all for now, guys. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of PiPod Chronicles. And be sure to check out the blog if you're looking for more and smash that subscribe button. That really helps me grow, especially where we're at now. Until next time, I will see you guys in the next episode.